0: We need to know how people feel about our presence there, but not just that. We need to know what's happening locally, you know? More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Stationed with Stories. That's it. All right. You are listening to Stationed with Stories. I am your host, Kalisha hollis Jesse. And before we get started, let me just tell you that these are my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. And they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. All right, now that we got that out of the way, hi, peeps. If you have been with me before, you know what I'm about to do. We're going to get right into What I've read in this past week. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome, y'all. Come on in. Having a good time here. I read for this past week, The Purpose Room by Heather Lindsay. And this is a self-published book. And uh, I think this is the first one that I've read for this podcast. But like I said, it's called The Purpose Room. A Meeting Place Where You Discover, Accomplish, and Birth Your God-Given Purpose. So in the self-help category, I would assume, it came out in 2017. Definitely the first one I think I've read for this podcast in this category. So let's just dive right into it. And it is a book that I actually read before and I've had on my bookshelf but I I kind of forgot that I read through the whole thing. I knew I touched it, but I I just have to confess to you all. I know I read a lot of books, but y'all, I forget stuff. Listen, these book reviews are as much for me as they are for you, just to remember. But yes, at some point I did pick this book up, read it, read most of it or all of it. And I picked it up this time around. One, it was a short read, just being honest, y'all. It's a lot. When you have a lot going on, and particularly right now, I'm in a season where I'm trying to finish up a project. And so I have two books that I'm reading, but they are very long and they're taking me some time to get through. So I said, you know what? In order to just finish something, let me pick up this quick one. It will be good also because I need to be reminded of some of the things that this book talks about. So let me just jump into it. My three words for this book: emboldening, Frank Hearted, primer. Okay, so first word, emboldening. So I say that because as soon as I flipped through the first couple of pages, I felt emboldened, right? It's the purpose room. It is really a frank talk, you know, this second person narrative. So she is talking to you and she's encouraging you to go about your purpose in life, your life purpose without fear. Without hesitation, without disobedience, and so it's very, uh, very much an emboldening stance that I took after the first couple of pages. I just felt like, you know what, I am in a season where I am moving more and more towards my purpose, and I'm, I'm already in it, but I'm moving closer and closer to what what God is calling me to do. That's what I feel, and. I feel that sense of I'm walking into that room where it's going to be revealed, right? Because there's a lot of things that we do sometimes in life that people don't see. And it's odd, right? In the age of social media, in all aspects, we want to show what we're doing. But then there are other things, right, that we do and no one knows about. And I feel like that has been partially my life of working toward this, this purpose that I know that God has given me. And... Feeling like whew, it's, it's just been in the background. It has been in the background. I've been working on it. I've been moving toward it. But it was, for me, an emboldening book because it made me feel like, yes, go out. Do what you were supposed to do. You know what it is. Whether anybody else gets it, knows it, understands it or not. And I think what the book does for the reader in a very short, I mean, this book is 139, 37 pages. So it's a very short book. And you can get through it really quickly, but I think you'll pause because there are some moments where you just think and you feel emboldened. So moving to the next word, frank hearted. I said a second person and second person does that to you. Anytime you're reading a book in second person, right? That you talking to you, it's just Frank. It has to be by nature of its construction. So this book is Frank hearted. It is a book that and i say frank hearted and not frank because there's the frankness of hey <laughs> this is what you need to check in your own self and then it's also with the heart of i want you to be your best self and more importantly it's not about me it's about what god wants you to do so figure that out definitely written to a female audience so just just in case i have male listeners who are thinking about picking up the book just know that that is a big part of it is just talking to women and, and encouraging women to go into their purpose. And it was frank-hearted, right? There are moments that I definitely felt convicted. And I thought, ooh, okay, is she talking to me? I know you, I know she's saying you, but is she talking to me, Kalisha? Really? Because that kind of hit me and made me do some thinking. And so frank-hearted because it will... look, there's no holding back on this. (laughs) It is not a sugar plum fairies type of narrative. It is a, let's just be real with ourselves. Why don't we? Right? So that was that, Frank Harden. And the last word I said, primer. I would describe this as a primer because there are a lot of scriptures that she goes through. There are a lot of Topics that she's covering that are introductory, right? She's going over, you know, fear and impatience and disobedience and all of these things, right? That really could be delved into deeply. She's going over them quickly. So I would say it's a primer because if you, you know, and you can pick up the book and just open up a chapter, that's the other piece, and just read about that. And I feel like that will be me. In the future, whenever I need to get myself together (laughs) once again in areas of purpose, I can open it up and read the chapter, the section based on whatever I'm dealing with at, at that moment and start there and go deeper on my own. So that's why I say primer. So, emboldening definitely felt a sense of like a push behind me like, get it, girl, do it, walk in your purpose stay away from these traps these type of things right i felt that i felt that it was written to me frank but there's heart with it so frank hearted and that's a primer right i wouldn't stop here if there are any topics in this book that you feel like oh yes i need to learn about this this is the place to start not the place to finish you know you continue the work on your own but i enjoyed it and this author has a number of different books that she's she's self-published all of them. She has a very successful ministry. She's connected. If you've ever heard of Pinky Promise, the Pinky Promise Movement, she is a founder of that movement. And I did a lot of following of her a couple of years back. I still, I think, follow her on social media, not as closely. But from that time in my life, I did pick up a couple of her books. And so this is one of them. So, if you want that push, if you are thinking about your own purpose and trying to figure out how to get started, and if you have any interest in just shutting out some parts of your life that you want to grow from spiritually, this is a good book for you. So pick it up if you so choose. All right, moving on to the topic of the day. Y'all, I was leaving the train station in the city where my base is. And so I was leaving a train station, going to base. And you know how people hand out little flyers in the street. There'll be a couple of them down the street and they have some kind of purpose and they're handed out flyers, little leaflets, right? I took the leaflet. And many of us don't, right? There are times when I'm, you just, you see them, you're walking down the street and you see them up ahead and you kind of avoid them physically. You try to veer off to the side or you just don't put your hand out. Or you You know, you look the other way. Whatever you do, you try to avoid whatever they're trying to sell you because solicitation, right? We get solicited for so much in life. And sometimes you just don't have time for it. Well, this time I had time and I said, I am trying to study this language. I'm trying to learn Japanese. So it will be good for me to pick up native materials as they come. So I picked up the leaflet, but I did not look at it. I did not try to read any of it. I did not use my translator app to translate it. Y'all, it sat on my table for a while. Okay, so hang with me here. That was the leaflet. So I finally picked it up this weekend. It has been sitting in Japanese on my kitchen table for the longest. And I said, you might as well just look at this, right? And see what they are talking about. So I took out my little translator app. I recognized some little words, but I was most interested because the date for whatever they were talking about had already passed. So I translated it and it was political. It was a political flyer. There was a basically a lecturer who was coming and they were getting the word out about it. But the topic of conversation was very much about the military presence, this particular military base that I'm on, its presence and recent activities in this area and its implications on this particular Japanese community and world relations, particularly in this eastern right part of the world, Asia and the, this presence of what this might mean in the future for them. So, you know, I sat with that. I sat with that because it was a flyer that I took that had something to do with me. And I had no, I was not expecting that at all. I didn't know whether there was a new store opening up or whether there was a new product to try or whether there was, you know, a, a political candidate. I didn't know what it was going to be about, but I definitely didn't think that the flyer was going to be a political flyer that had to do with the presence of this military base and its activities, recent activities, and by extension, me <laughs> living here as a military spouse. And so that was, that was the first thing. The second thing, right, after I started to think about it, I reached out to a friend and I said, hey, look at this flyer that I've had and never translated. This is what it's talking about. And she said, oh, well, Kalisha, did you know that there was this small protest closer to us and also having to do with this particular installation's presence? And that I I missed. Like I saw the, the post, someone posted it on our Facebook page and I didn't read it, but I went back. She sent it to me. I went back and read it, and I said once again, "There's a. It was a small gathering, but there's a gathering. People they had like a little sign and everything about this particular military base's presence in this area on this particular land, this region, right? And so." There's that. And then just a couple of hours before this conversation and this realization that I'm having, I did have a family member ask me what Japan or what people were saying in my area about the recent assassination of the former prime minister, Shinzo Abe. So, and I I told him, I said, well, the unfortunate part is that not being so integrated in the Japanese community where I live out in town and can speak Japanese and understand what people are saying around me and speak to others like I have in other countries that I've lived. In Spain, I can speak Spanish. In China, I was able to speak Mandarin Chinese. And so I was integrated in the community. This is the first time that I have not been able to really engage so much with what's happening with the people, the local people around me. And so I just had to tell them, hey... I know what people have said on base, right? People, other other Americans about this, but I don't know too much. I don't know too much about what people around me, with the Japanese people are saying, right? And part of that is because of what I said before. I, I don't have my ear attuned to the language and living out in town and talking to people. But also, you know, I'm not checking for translated sites of Japanese posts and Japanese Newspapers and that kind of thing, magazines, online resources, right? I don't, I don't have that pulse, right? I don't have my finger on that pulse, and you know, all of these things happen, all of these thoughts and realizations were were happening around the same time within the same twelve hour frame, and I just thought to myself, listen, just reading the, finally translating and reading that flyer that I picked up, learning about this small protest in the area. And having this family member ask me about what was happening in this region, about the the Shinzo Abe assassination, what people were talking about, all this happening, and it just got my mind percolating. I'm thinking to myself, how much do I know? I need to know a lot more about this region. Guys, it got me to thinking, wouldn't it be great to have a little local political primer? Yes. A local political primer. And what I mean by that is just, a, and, and, you know, just taking from the word primer, and it got me thinking to from the book that I read, because I thought it was a, a sort of primer in a way, it would be great to just have a starting point to get deeper into what's happening right in your backyard, right? And I'm being honest with you all. I really did not know much coming to Japan as a military member and what that might mean. A military family that is, and so that primer would have been very helpful. And there is, you know, that I don't get to come out here and just run amok, right? There, there are a lot of things I have to know before I come out here, and there's an orientation that we do. But a primer, and y'all know, y'all know, I talk about orientations. how I like them orientations. <laughs> if you listen to uh, one of my earlier episodes of the podcast, but what I'm saying to this primer is that. It would be so great to have a primer, particularly me as a military spouse, having come to Japan and and didn't have much notice, to be honest. We only had a couple of months (laughs) to get ourselves together to get out here. And we just didn't, I just did not, I'll speak for myself, just did not know a lot about Japan beforehand, other than friends or working with students, right? But I never saw myself living in this country before. And so there was a lot to learn just to get, get out here, but it will be great to be informed of local events in a primer. And I'll give you an example. I have a subscription and it's free. So this is just an email that comes to my inbox from a, basically they create primers of American news, American-based news and international news that has, some relevancy. And it's really aimed towards a millennial audience, maybe millennial Gen Z. And it is meant to be both informative, but funny. <laughs> like like funny in a way that's like, okay, yes, I learned the news, but you also got me to laugh as well. So that part, and it, but without being comical, just to let you all know that it's not comical. But if you've heard of the skim, I get that to my inbox my friend told me about it a long time ago, and it was at a point where I wanted to really know more about the news, but I wasn't interested in reading a full newspaper or trying to comb through Twitter. So that's what I do. And I'm just thinking, y'all, it will be so great, particularly for people who are abroad. We need to know how people feel about our presence there, but not just that. We need to know what's happening locally. You know, If there's a festival going on, let us know that. And I would say that the Facebook groups that I'm part of, they they do a good job at that. You know, the people around me, they know stuff that's happening. But having a primer, yes. So let me just tell you, all Let me. I'm just going to go give you an example of what this primer that I get is called Daily Skim. And no, this is not endorsed. This is just me sharing something that's in my inbox right now. But this is what they sent me this past, what, Friday, I think it came? Yes, Friday. And so this is what they wanted me to know for the weekend right? It said, in your Spotify queue, Megan Markle talking ambition, double standards, and being a mom with Serena Williams in her podcast. And I'm like, mm, didn't know she had a podcast. Okay, well, maybe I'll check that out. And it has a little link so that you can check out the podcast. Yes. Next thing, in your TikTok feed, we can't imagine a more beautiful thing than the corn song. Then it has a link to the corn song, y'all. I don't know anything about this corn song, but I guess I could find out in real quick, right? And I'm imagining that it's funny. So I'm going to maybe click on the corn song and figure out what people are talking about, right? On TikTok, even though I don't have a TikTok. Um, Next thing it says, in your AirPods. Okay, I have some of those. Demi Lovato's 29 is inspiring people to open up. I don't know what this is, but there is a link. And if I want to know, I will click on this little 29 that's hyperlinked and figure out what's happening Will people open it up. In your group chat, many are seeing red because a beloved fast fashion brand might not really have gone green. Mm-mm. 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 See? There's a little dissension there happening. And if I want to find out more, I can click on the link. And last I'm going to share, it says, in your grocery list, a hangover cure for those who aren't yet sober curious. Interesting. I won't be needing that. But if I knew somebody who did, maybe I'd click on the link and share some information with them. See, you see that all that information real short in a primer. And if I want to find out more information about it, I will. And so that's all I'm saying, y'all. If I could just have a primer uh, in English, and this is the other thing, living in a different country and not speaking the language, the disadvantage that I feel is that there is probably a lot of great information happening in Japanese. And because I don't speak the language. And I don't know what the veritable sources are because there's also that like which ones should you trust and which ones shouldn't you trust i I don't have access to those things and and then the official things there are some websites right where they have an English version of it, and that's fantastic, but I want the nitty gritty stuff, the stuff that the locals are talking about, and a lot of times they don't they are not translating that website. And even if you rely on the browsers to translate, they don't always translate them great. So anyway, a primer, yes, for us all over the world who just needs to know what is happening in this area so that I can stay alert, so that I can know what's going on, so that I know how people feel about my presence here, or I know about the next festival, or I know what stores are going out of sale so I don't show up to get my groceries and they are not there anymore. Like That's what I need to know as a male spouse living in a country where I don't speak the language and I just don't have the opportunity, or maybe I should take more opportunities. But of course, at Language Barriers, I don't have as much opportunity to to communicate with people about what they really are thinking and feeling and going through in the area. So that is all I have to say on that. Just a reminder to me to do a little bit more work to figure out what's happening and what people are thinking about and what's going on politically about me, right? Because it's so important to be aware of your surroundings and aware of your presence and what impact it has on people, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, right? Just being more informed, And a primer, y'all, if somebody's already doing this work, send it my way. A primer would be fantastic. All right. So ending, as we always end, I am going to share with you all a poem, actually. A poem that I wrote, and it is based on a saying that I embraced as a teenager, actually, spending major time on minor things. It's just not what I wanted to do. And so I would tell myself not to spend major time on minor things. And that was really birthed out of something that my grandmother would say to me, not to spend major time on minor things. And so I wrote a poem about it. It's called Situation. It amazes me sometimes how much major time we spend on minor things. Trying to find answers to questions we should understand, stress about things we should leave alone, agonizing about issues we should have faith will work out. Lonely on the inside because we feel voids regardless of how hard we try to fill them. With things, with people, with stuff. Major time or minor worldly things. I don't know what other people call it, But the things that we get so caught up on can be summed up in one word, situation. So, for everyone or anyone with a situation, I'm going to speak this for you and for me to he, she, it, them, they, those, this, that, or the other. This is your notice. Notice that you can't win. I like to focus on my blessings. But I know a hater when I see one's situation. Listen closely because I do not plan on speaking to you very long. When I take two steps, if you were smart, you'd back back. Because I won't be stopped. Block me? I dare you. Because I am tired of agonizing over how to deal with you. So... I'm going to count to one and it would behoove you to leave voluntarily while you still have a chance. (sighs) One. Hmm. Situation? Yeah, that's what I thought. It's time to stop giving situations so much power over our lives because joy is too precious to be infringed upon. Major time, major time. No more major time on minor things. All right, that is it for this episode. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in. Definitely check me out on social media, Twitter and Instagram, station underscore stories. I am on YouTube and y'all, I'm finally getting myself together. I am posting videos that just share my life as a military spouse here in Japan. So check them out on the YouTube page, stationed with stories, definitely wherever you are. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, give it all the stars. If this is your 15th time listening to the podcast and you haven't given it any stars on wherever you're listening to it, give it the stars y'all. And tell other people about the podcast, share it with them. And I definitely want to hear from you all. Reach out whenever. I am looking forward to being back with you all next week. It's Station with Stories. I'm your host, Kalisha Hollis-Jesse. Bye, peeps.